What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Give a round of applause for yourself. I do it all the time. Yeah. My goodness, tonight. Hey, what's good? I thought you wanted to say for shiggity. All right. What's good, everybody? I'm so glad y'all back, man. I'm glad we rocking together again, man, on this gloomy, doomy, rainy Chicago Thursday, man. But welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. You ain't got to give a round of applause or none of that because y'all mm. already in here. Yes, sir. I hate winter, man. You I hate really, winter? This I hate winter. winter. This is a mild this winter, is but it's fall. still winter. This is fall. This fall is a fall remix, okay? Would you, you wouldn't rather have... 17 inches of goddamn snow. I don't want any winter shit of Slipping anything. and sliding shit. You trying to impress your girl by doing I don't want shoveling none of snow, that. but you're 35 and your back give out. You don't want none of that shit to happen. Or you slip and fall on. Yeah. That well, shit tends to happen. Either way, you're going to be embarrassed. I don't care. I want to use my son and use him as to clean off my car. Got to have one first. No. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to have him actually physically do it. I'm going to pick him up and wipe my car with him. That's what I'm going to do. I am going to do that. No, I'm not mad at you because I was thinking, man. I could like, pick I could up probably, DJ and you wipe. You pick up DJ and just wipe your car with him. You're like, all right, DJ, you serve your purpose. Now. I don't know if his mama will get mad at me, but that's the shit that men do. That's we what do we stuff do. Like that. Like I'll wipe my car off with my son. Yeah, you would. I don't give a shit. Exactly. That's how men are supposed to operate. Whole goddamn down coat be messed up back here. All of it. He be going to school just like right. that, in preschool. Now get in the car. But anyway, hop in the passenger seat. Let's go. We got a show to talk about. All right. Man, like I said, man, we got some other topics, man. Listen, mm-hmm. like I said, there's a lot of stuff been going on with the world. We got Trump. We got yeah. Trump. Oh, my God. We're going to get into that, man. Yeah. And then we're going to, like I said, get into the more interpersonal side of the game because there is this phenomenon called red pill, blue pill, midtown, all this stuff that's in the manosphere. And for those who don't know, the manosphere is basically where men come together and they talk about the psychology of women and how to help yourself navigate through this thing we call life with these females. Also, they give self-help and all that good stuff. But I there's so, so much stuff going on with that, bro. Just, but what we gonna do is gonna do? we gonna break down is there any good time where being a simp is okay? Is it? Is it not? What? It could be. What? You could be simping sometime. I could be simping sometime. We don't know. No. No, it's not okay. But you know what? I'm gonna uh, let that marriage. I could simp right now. Huh? No, Hello. A phone call on the show right now. No, I can't because I'm on the show right now. I can't simp with you right now. <laughs> I can't simp right now because I'm on the He's show. On, I'm gonna call you back. He's going to call you back. He's simple. Yeah, right I can't now. simp right now. He can't simp on the show right now. He's on the phone. This was perfect timing. Thank you. I'm going to call you back. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Simping ain't, simping ain't easy, man. And that's what we're talking about. But before we do all of that right there, yes. we got to get into a little bit of something we call Town, Town Hall Business. Business. City people, what you got for the people? As always, shout out our usual suspects. Shout out to official DJ JMC and his brand, Daydreams Reality, and their shows, on Wodair TV Hub Wodair Project X their podcast the group podcast him and his partner got their own the world's greatest podcast coming up Uh, shout out to our homegirl Angelina Edwards for Starlight Beauty and Apparel get your get your hook up from her 
please, please, please get your hook up. She got you. She will take care of you. Uh, shout out to one of our good friends who is also tuning in right now, Miss Lionel Dover and her brand. What's her brand name again? Look, man, I got that. Don't worry about what. Go ahead, okay. Is. She's gonna get. He's gonna drop the brand for y'all so y'all can understand what's going on. But she is an excellent chef, and we got the link of her cooking page on our the Real Talk with the Brothers. Shout out. Look up her food. She got you. And as always, shout out to our viewers every single week that come in. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all kept it rocking with us. We drop you. We got a lot of highs and a lot of lows with y'all. And we're going to keep bringing y'all the real, the intellectual, the funny, and the brutally honest. Right. So that's, that's what we're here for. We appreciate y'all. Now, the reason I wanted to go ahead and break down this thing with with the homegirl, Laniel Dover, is yes. because you ever been on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you're scrolling, scrolling, and all of a sudden you'll see something that look real delicious, and you'll be like, damn, that look good. Oh, my God. You see what look good before mm-hmm. you see who it is yeah. that's doing it. So one day I'm going through it, and I'm just like, damn, that look good. Man, I want to eat that. And I'll say, Laniel. Right. That's dope. That's funny. Oh my. Is that Yoshi? Yes. So I said, oh man, she cooking. She cooked good. Mm-hmm. Next day, scrolling. Damn, this look good. Then I said, God damn, this is Yoshi again. So I said, Yoshi, listen. I know we just a little fish in a big pond, but can we please promote your cooking, promote your business. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to do right now because she got one of them type of cooking things she got going on. Matter of fact, she looks like she know how to cook, don't she? Yes, yeah, she does. She looks like she know how to cook. Yes. If you see Yoshi, her name is Laniel Dover. Mm-hmm. She looks like she know how to cook. And I want you to go to her page. She got one of them cooking things and them cooking pictures and them cooking skills that make you stop right in the middle of your Instagram and your Facebook scrolls. Not to mention she the home. Yes. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to go to Yoshi's Choice. Yoshi's Choice. Food, sweets, and treats, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the IG. Her IG is at Yoshi's.choice. That's at Y-O-S-H-I-S dot choice, C-H. O I C E. You be nervous that you're gonna miss a letter. Right, you always recite that exactly. But I really want y'all to do this, man. I want y'all to support black businesses, but I want y'all to support mm-hmm. good black businesses. Yes. Because that's because all we're about. That just good black business. We don't, don't I know I know you still charging the last time. Don't 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 do it. Cause even though don't I ain't, ain't gonna do it like I wanna do it. Cause you but about, there's a lot of bad black businesses out here. Don't but when yeah. you have good black businesses and you got people that got cooking skills like Yang Laniel, I don't even call her Laniel. It's, it's hard. It's we so, call her Yoshi. That's her. Yeah, her nickname is Yoshi. But for business sake and for professionalism, Laniel Dover. All right, we want you to go on her Facebook page. We want you to go on her Instagram. We want you to go scroll down and don't just scroll. Don't just look. Hit her up. All right. Yes. Order something. Yes. Get some treats. Get yes. some sweets. Get some food. All right? Mm-hmm. If you do that, you be helping us too. All right? So that's one more time. Yoshi's Choice. Foods, sweets, 
and treats. Oh, she just told us, please just call me Yoshi. <laughs> yes, because I felt like I had a stroke. He when was, I said, yeah. <laughs> you tried real hard. Lan- Lanyel Get- Dover. Uh, just call me Yoshi. That's, okay, that's perfect. Left side you, of my brain died. Call you Yoshi for about a decade. Yeah, I've been calling you Yoshi right. for a long time. Yeah. But shout out to Yoshi. Shout out to Yoshi's Choice Food Sweets and Treats. I want y'all to go to her Instagram. That is IG at Yoshi's.choice. Okay? I you want know you what I think we should do? Which, we what? should try to make this a regular thing. Like, if once a week, we try, every episode, we try to shout out one black owned Duh, business. Duh, that's what I've been doing. Excuse me. I thought this did, you know, you know it's a trend right. popping. You keep it going. <laughs> okay, my bad. Player? Awareness. Okay. <laughs> but shout out to you, man. And also, shout out to all our affiliates. Shout out to WIAN in Nashville, Tennessee, where the brothers is uh, actually syndicated. Mm-hmm. Shout out to iHeartRadio, where you can catch the brothers. Shout out to iTunes, where you can catch them. Spotify, where you can catch them. And 40 other podcast engines, where you can catch the brothers. Literally, when I say we ain't nothing but a Google away, mm-hmm. we literally are nothing but a Google away. I want you to go and Google the brothers. T-H-A-B-R-U-T-H-A-S-O-N-P. And let me tell you what you got to do for me. You got a nigga singing like Joe to see everything. Well, I, I had to do I was going to say, we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five, and we're just going to probably get a copyright loss. But anyway, <laughs> um, but that's all I got, man. Yeah. All right. So, you got what? anything, man? I am. Uh, about to I am done. I am done. I am ready to risk it all. I am ready to risk our social media freedom right now, as we do every single week. Shit, everything getting sanctioned, right? Right, that's how we look at it right now. We about to be, I'm gonna be like, okay, we're gonna set a time up to how long it's gonna take, but let's keep it rolling. Yeah, let's slide and ride up and all of this right here. So, Mr. Bridges, what are we going to do today? Well, listen, man, I'm glad you asked that question. All right. You know, before we get into the interpersonal stuff, man, let's let's talk about this dude that's been taking over the United States media for about four years now. Now, you all know him as Donald Trump, but his real name is Donald Thrump. Okay? But I call most Agent people Orange. don't know that. Agent Orange. Agent Cheeto. Orange. Cheeto. There's some stuff that's going on in the news, man. We saw the insurrection, which took place uh, earlier this week, where we had a lot of protests, shout out, shout protests, storm Capitol Hall, mm-hmm. which they said it was because of what Trump had been saying for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, I don't know if you're catching what's going on here, man. I have gotten an idea about what's going on, but I also have a thought, an opinion about what's going on. What we are seeing here, and I'm going to be honest with you, and I don't think it's far stretched to say this, but this is a bit of an abuse of power by our own government. Okay. To force an impeachment on Donald Trump. Now, is that to say that we're supporting Donald Trump? Absolutely not. I know the fuck you are. I ain't. But let's be realistic here. Sanctioning freedom of speech by banning somebody on Twitter is a little bit of a extreme thing to do. It's so extreme with the fact that there are several world leaders around the globe who have said that Twitter and America may be doing a little bit too much when it comes to sanctioning Donald Trump. 
You know that's bad when world leaders are telling you you may have been doing too much right. when it comes to sanctioning your president? Mm-hmm. That's a bad look. Now, one of the biggest reasons that they said that they're sanctioning him is because that they feel that he has the voice in order to start what I just call the insurrection. Mm-hmm. See, it's one thing when a person is just screaming a lot of loud, hot air mm-hmm. and nobody really cares. But the United States, especially the deep state, especially the CIA, especially the people that make the big decisions, they feel that Donald Trump has the capacity and the power in order to sway a big portion of America. Because middle America, and we're talking about not only middle America, going into the South and the North Dakotas, the Montanas, the Idahos, the Iowas, all the way going to Texas. He has a large proportion of people that, although he's not telling them directly to go do what happened, kind of hangs on to his every word and might take it upon themselves to go do something that he quote-unquote didn't or did say to do. It's like a cult following almost. Like, almost you know. like like this the Michael Jackson of presidents right, right now. Because you have these people, they are not only rioting, but they have literally done something inside of federal grounds, mm-hmm. United States, Washington, D.C., because this was federal grounds, that caused deaths on both sides, not only law enforcement, but on the citizen side. So they feel, they took that to account and said that this is the reason why we need to stop this brother from talking, because he has the power to do something to America. It's kind of like back, uh, I don't know, yeah. If you're watching this, you had to see Malcolm X the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Malcolm X went to go get the dude in jail? Mm-hmm. And he took the whole nation of Islam to the precinct. And when they was marching, the head, the chief of police came out there, looked at him. And it was over 200 black men in single file lines marching with Malcolm X. And he looked at Malcolm X then looked back at his police chief and said, one nigger cannot have all that power. That's exactly the way that they're treating Trump when they sanction him on all of social media because they feel that one nigger, because at this point they're viewing Donald Trump as that, cannot have all his power. So we must sanction him. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on in this situation. Now, I would now, as you already know, the House of Representatives, House of Representatives, I'm sorry, has once again voted to impeach him. Mm-hmm. The second time now. I think in back-to-back years... The second time... We are in the process of impeaching Donald Trump, despite the fact he is, what, less than a week away from being out of office anyway? Yeah, but see, it's it's, it's a reason why they're doing this. They're not just doing this for kicks and giggles. They're doing it because if they don't impeach him, if he's not taken out of office because of impeachment... Mm -hmm. He has the ability to run again in 2024. And with somebody that got the will of Donald Trump, that's exactly what the hell he might do. So in order to keep him out of office as far as the presidency or any type of office dealing with the government in the United States, they have to bring him up on charges. And they have to make it stick this time. Mm -hmm. Because what most people don't understand, when you say the word impeachment, impeachment is like... Impeachment is not something that is done and it's over. Impeachment is an indictment or I just brought charges on you. Okay. It doesn't mean that they necessarily did something. It's just saying, I think you steal. It's me bringing charges up on him. You don't steal. You don't steal. 
but it's me bringing up charges on you. <laughs> so basically what they did with Donald Trump was give him an impeachment to bring up charges. Right. Now, what is the charges? Yeah, what are these charges? Basically, in a nutshell, treason. Causing an insurrection on the United States government. If they can make that charge stick. Now, I know a lot of y'all people feel like they're going to throw Donald Trump in jail. They ain't going to throw no former president in jail. It's just not going to happen. It's bad publicity. It's bad for the... It's bad... It's bad for the brand. Right. So that's not going to happen. But like I said, what will happen if they're able to get a guilty plea on him, which they won't, but if they're able to find out beyond a shadow of a doubt that he caused the insurrection is that he will be banned from any type of government office, whether that be city, state or federal. And that's what they really want. They don't want part two to happen in 2024. They don't want that. So they need to basically ban him. And they haven't been able to do that. Okay? And I would usually think treason, being indicted on treason means death by firing squad. So I honestly don't think he's going to get They're not gonna that. Be. Because, I mean, that means you're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Or that or Iran might do it because they got a warrant out for his arrest too. So I don't know how that exactly is going to work. But see, that that's, that's nothing. Iran has... Uh, See, what people don't understand is we only get what the media gives us. Right. Do you know how many presidents have been brought up on charges and presidents that have had warrants out for their arrest? All of the Bushes, mm. whether it be the son or the father, had warrants, quote unquote, out for their arrest in European countries and in Middle Eastern countries. It has happened. So what you're seeing is an overstimulation or how would I say it? Hyping up the media. Mm-hmm. Because they have a specific target that they need to get rid of, which is Donald Trump. Now, I'm going to say this one thing that I said last week, or maybe the week before that. I'm not sure. An enemy of my enemy is my friend. That is a good saying. Now, the media and the United States government, for the most part, has never had the best interests of the people, especially of African Americans. Okay? So, you need to think twice on why are they going so hard to get rid of a person and be against him? Because if he was following the status quo, wouldn't they be on the same side? But he is probably doing things that goes against their grain and their grain is to basically subdue the United States citizens by tracking devices, by programs that get you locked into the system, by separating the family so there can be more taxes throughout everybody because if I'm marrying my girl and we live in one house, that ain't nothing. But if I'm dating my girl and she live in a house and I live in a house, they can tax both the houses. Right. Now, times that by 725 million people. That's a lot. That's a lot of moolah. So you have to understand the big picture. Trump has actually went against a lot of the shit that they've had there for a long time and you are trying to get him out but he's actually going against a system that has been putting you down for 300 fucking years so you got to look at it on both sides of the spectrum and you you also got to understand that in this impeachment process and i'm going to look at this from a short-term aspect right now i'm going to look at currently what we need right now 
We're wasting time on an impeachment for a man that's getting out of office when motherfuckers in the middle class are dying of starvation and are unemployed and ain't getting no money. Yo, where the fuck are these $2,000 stimulus checks that they supposedly promised? I don't want that $600. i am going to take it. But I don't want <laughs> that We're not talking about $600 no more. We're talking about $2,000 that apparently we were promised. And there's a lot of people, in my personal opinion, I don't need it, but I will, of course, take it. I'm going to take I don't really need it. But... We're in a situation where a lot of people out in this country are in need of it. Mm-hmm. And don't you think that would take priority? Don't you think that would take a little precedent? You worried about this motherfucker leaving in less than a week, but people out there are dying of starvation. But you know that there had to be a, a hidden agenda about that, you yeah. know, as far as them trying to impeach a man when he ain't got less than two weeks to be in office. Right. Obviously, yeah. like, nobody's going to waste that time unless there's a reason. And like I said, the reason for them doing this is because that if they don't, not indict, not impeach, but if they don't convict him of these crimes, that they, first of all, they're not going to be able to prove that he started insurrection. Because that means that he would have had to say it, and then in that moment, they would have had to go and do it. Right. And they can't prove that timeline happened. So that's not going to happen. But they're going to try their hardest not to have him come back into office on any type of capacity, okay? Right. So I know y'all want him to be sanctioned, but if they can sanction him, they can sanction another person. If they can sanction the president, then they can sanction your black ass, yes, or your white ass, or your Asian, your Puerto Rican ass. I whatever your broke middle class ass is. I want you to watch. whoever, Whatever race watching, mm-hmm. thank you. Okay, but uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate you a lot, man. We just had to touch upon that, man. Right. You know, see if there's anything else happening. Yeah, because apparently a lot of people are a little pressed out. A lot of narcissistic ass motherfuckers is just mad about this. Man. Speaking of narcissism, yes, one of my favorite shows of all time, man. What? Fifty One Fifty. You really for the this? I got to talk oh, about Lord. this, man. And the reason why I'm talking about this, not because of 5150. And for those who don't know, 5150 is a show that's with a guy named Corey Holcomb. He got a podcast and everybody watches it, you know. But there was some more than tension. There was a fight between the co-hosts. And if you've ever, if you just looked at it a couple of times, you know that Corey got a way of rubbing people the wrong way and he gets rid of his co-host because he puts them on blast. Away? Away, yeah. Away? This man downright just drags his co-host at times. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he be pulling no cards with it. He just be shooting shots like bang, bang. He coming at their throats. Now, the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because somebody that has a lot of knowledge, somebody that I look at also named Zoe Williams, he got into a confrontation with, and this is his co-host and a person he's been riding with for 10 years. There was a lot of name calling. There was a lot of just downright disrespect that no man should give another man. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I want to talk about this is because with every hard thing, there's a lesson in it. And one of the things that I need to tell everybody And even if you're trying to have a podcast or a radio show or whatever, you should never, ever put the people that are closest to you on blast in a disrespectful manner. I don't care if you feel that you're keeping it real. I don't care if you feel like you're doing the altruistic or the moralistic thing and you're the real nigga and you have the right to say what it really is. What you don't understand is that you are fragmenting 
relationships that you've built for the past 10, 15 years, which is what they did for a simple sound clip on social media. And if you don't have the capacity to understand that calling one of your closest friends out for a quick moment is not worth the fallout it's going to have for the rest of y'all lives. If you can't understand that, then I really believe that there's something going wrong with you. But if you don't understand that, let me just say this. Do not call out anybody on any type of podcast, any type of radio station, any type of show that y'all are doing because it makes for bad TV. You And, and we would know because they're almost having us. Yeah. When we first started, shit, this shit, we had a moment we got real animated. Yeah. I had to say animated because it got testy and we did it on the air. It was live. Yes. So we know fully well this type of concept and we like to tell people, please don't do it. It ain't worth it. Right. You have to build this some type of rapport. So when Corey Holcomb did what he did, I'm not even involved in this and I'm hearing what he's saying. I'm sitting there like, hey, at this point, we're just going to have to box. Right. It's time to just scrap. Like, I cut the camera off or keep the camera on. I don't care. <laughs> it's either way. But we go out the box. And at the same time, it's just not worth it. it but ain't. see, what people fail to realize, when you're doing a show, and we don't have nine-tenths of the fame of the 5150 show and Corey Holcomb. Because even though Corey Holcomb morally, ethically, and just his character is questionable, you can't deny the fact that he's one of the most funniest comics that has ever been in the past 20-30 years, okay? Mm -hmm. But even with that, when you're doing shows like this, your ego can sometimes come into play. And you have to... I'm not even going to say it like that. I'm going to say it like this. It takes time for you to realize that it's better for a show, better for your partner, and you'll have more longevity if you tame your ego yeah. and work with whoever you're doing shows with mm -hmm. instead of working to show that you're the man. And what I can see and what I want y'all to take mm -hmm. as a lesson is having the character and having a big ego looking like you're the man Mm -hmm. But basically alienating everybody around you is not worth it in the long run. It never should get to a point where you have disrespectful conversations or calling your real dudes out because you're trying to prove a point. Right. If it's house business, it's house business. Now, we can have spirited conversations and yes. arguments, which we do. But at the same time, if that is truly your friend, if you're going into some type of podcast or radio situation, it's truly your friend, or you got a good rapport with that person, you have to understand it should be a boundary somewhere there. Mm -hmm. Like, even though that we might, our voices might raise, we know that we don't go here with each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude right here, he be irritated. I don't know sometimes. I could, nah, I'm, I'm but he does. But, but we're friends. We, we're friends. We rock for a long time. But even with that, there's a boundary that if we got into it, me and him, me and Steve, mm -hmm. that I just, I'm not going to cross. And that doesn't make me a good person, but that makes me aware of the fact of there is boundaries. There's some limitations that everybody have. And if you cross those, things can get real. And what I've seen from Corey Holcomb is a person that maybe his ego has gotten to the point where he don't feel that 
common boundaries and common limitations apply to him anymore, which I don't care how famous you are. Everything still applies to you because you're human. And now you might see the end of the 5150 because someone's ego and someone's built up tension and someone feeling that they're bigger than the show that they're on, which is something that you need to take away, has gotten them in a lot of trouble that they might not be able to get out of. Why the fuck am I annoying? Man, bro. Hold on. What, 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 what it, it, am I annoying? It, it, I don't never be annoying. It, I don't want to bother nobody. It be like that sometimes. I don't want to bother nobody. <laughs> what the fuck am I annoying? Uh, man, just one time. I'll I'll say, I'll I'm just going to get that out. Of the I'm like, excuse me? One time, you know, when I'll be trying to say, hey, man, let's do it like this now. No, we can't change. the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm just bullshitting with those. He ain't annoying. We, you know, we just different people. I mean, I'm a, I can be an ass sometimes. I've, been where, I've accepted. I've understood and accepted. I can be an ass sometimes. Right. An asshole. So, but I get that. But what Corey did is a little bit over the edge. And a, shut up, Corey. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell she wants to call herself. Uh, <laughs> I can't pronounce that name. Uh, Corey, what he did was just over the line. You don't throw your people under the bus like that. And you don't do it in front of a camera. And you don't do it where people can see it. Right. That's just dishonest. That's not. That's untrustworthy. That's not even brotherhood. You just being a bitch. I'm that's sorry. what it is at you the end of the day. being a bitch at the end. That's what it is. You can say you being a real ass dude you can say that right. you keep it real and all them colloquialisms we like to use right. when we're doing bad behavior and actually being the opposite of what we proclaim it you are being a bitch and i'm talking about in the man sense in the manosphere sense when i look at you as a man and i look in your eyes and i say hey man you act feminine and that's what you display so please if you in the facebook if you in, in, in any type of any type of social media where you're talking with a partner, podcast, whatever. Right. Take heed. Take lessons from that. Mm-hmm. That is the opposite. Okay? Like, one thing that I will say, man. I don't like to do this all the time. People Whoa. be thinking that you be jonesing when you be, when you be roasting people. They think it's all fun and games. But trust me. At some point, if you roast long enough, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. If you roast and talk about each other long enough on shows, somebody going to take offense to it. So even though I might go back and forth with Steve sometime, like I said, it's limitations. You know what I'm saying? Talking about a person on air in front of an audience where people can chime in and say their little two cents, although it might make for okay TV because it's not great TV. It's not going to be worth it when somebody gets offended because now they might be going for blood. It might not happen in that show. Might not happen the next show, but they're going to have it in the back of their mind that I'm going to get this dude back. And you don't want that type of tension because that tension is going to bleed on the camera at some point. It always does. And it's not a good look. I.e. Especially if you try to build a brand. That's that's really not a good look. And now they busted their brand. So like I said, what you need to do is take heed to this. Don't just look away from it because you don't want to, you know, you don't care about it. Uh, Well, it's it's the same. Um... What what do they say? Hold on, give me one quick second. Um, a fool learns from his own mistakes. Mm-hmm. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. So what I want you to do is learn from other people's mistakes, i.e. 5150, if you decide that you're going to do a radio show or a podcast. 
because that's the opposite of what you want to do and the opposite dynamic of what you want to try to set up in order to make something successful. It ain't got to be radio shows. It could be a bakery service. It could be Yoshi's dot choice. Shout out to Yoshi. It could be anything, okay? So just take heed to that, man. Well, but I still like fifty one fifty, man. But I, I just don't like what y'all did, man. Not now, at least that episode, though. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get down with. Yeah, from one podcast to another on podcast, we're saying y'all, 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 y'all fucking up. Yeah, man. So, well, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this thing, Mr. Bridges. Hey, man, hold on, hold on. I know, I'm I, saying, I, I know, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm, I know, I got this. Man. I was gonna set you up. Go I, got, go I got, I got this. Go I'll set you up. No, no man, you, you, you want to set me up, man? Yeah. All right, go on, set him up. Man. I said, well, here's what we do, Mr. Bridges. What's up? You touched base on this earlier about the simping. A simping. Simping. Because yeah. you know simping ain't easy. But what exactly do you mean by when you ask the question of is simping okay? Okay, you know what? What do you, I, what do you mean by this? I really want to have a real conversation. Yeah, because I need to know because I'm about to have some thoughts. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to rush this. I, I, I really want to get into this. And the thing, like I always like to do, I'm an etymologist, so we got to break down words. So what is the definition of a simp? What do you feel the definition of a simp is? I think a simp is, simping is basically being lesser of a man than you are, than you're supposed to be. I think simping is more so of catering to everyone else's intuitions and feelings mm-hmm. and putting yours in the back burner for the benefit of others. Right. Simping is literally just playing yourself, putting yourself in the back burner in right. a way. Now, oh no, keep going. No, I was done. That was my definition. Okay, I want to give a disclaimer. Okay, now, I know a lot of people out there can look at this and think that we're just going to go left and talk crazy and talk wild and give our opinions and all that type of stuff. But what I want you to realize is this is an actual social dynamic that happens in relationships. And a lot of people don't understand how to overcome it or if they are even doing it. And I want you to understand, not only are you talking to somebody that's been on the spectrum of all type of relationships, I've been in the, I've been in the life form where I was the dog. I've been in the life form where I was the simp. I've been in the life form where I was the player. And I've been in the life form where I've evolved. Not to mention I'm a relationship astrologist. I'm a certified life coach and some that people don't know. I'm also a premarital counselor and a minister. I thought you said you sold dope for a second. I was like, no, so no, fun. I did. Well, we ain't talk about it. All right, we don't talk about it. But I am also a minister that can administer premarital counseling. And I do clients, I talk to clients almost every single day about relationship issues. So when we tackle dynamics, social, interpersonal dynamics, like are you a simp? Is this okay? We're not just coming from a layman perspective or a perspective where we're just two dudes talking out the side of our mouth. Right. We're coming from a perspective where it's anecdotal because it is our opinions, but also empirical where we can bring facts and give you a spiritual, energetic, mental, and emotional understanding of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I had to make that disclaimer because I don't want you to lose is simping okay and take it as two dudes just talking shit. Right. Okay. Now, with all that being said, what do I think simping is? Now, that is a good uh, definition that you said. That's, okay. that's a good way to put it. What I feel simping is, 
is quite simple. You give more than you receive. That simple. A person is giving, whether it be his non-sexual attention, whether it's he's giving his time, he's being there for a particular person, and he is not receiving anything in return. And when I say receive, I'm not talking just sexual. I'm talking about attention. I'm talking about mental stimulation. I'm talking about effort, okay? See, here's the thing. The question says, is it okay to be a simp? And I'm about to say something that's going to go against the grain. Because he always do. Yes, I go against the grain a lot. I feel that it is okay to be a simp. I'm sure there's an explanation for this. Only. Okay. If it is reciprocated. But that's the thing though. About simping is that the ideology is it's not there's no reciprocation or not equal reciprocation. If there's not if there's an imbalance in the reciprocation, that's when this ideology of simping comes in. Right, right. So because you're saying, well, I'm putting in all my energy and time and effort into this, and I'm not getting it back the same way I do it, then who the fuck looks like the fool in this situation? I fully agree with you. Okay, but I believe that the social dynamic of someone that is quote unquote simping doesn't necessarily do with just that person that they're trying to give their attention to but it also deals with their friends looking at them do it mm-hmm. their parents looking at them do it the way they judged on the outside all of that comes into play so when i say simp let's say for example if you see me dante chase bridges and i have a female and all of a sudden i'm buying her roses every day you call me, I don't pick up my phone because I'm with my girl every day. I stop going to you know, work out, all of that. And in your mind, you might say, oh my God, he is on that cake scent behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm going to say something like, can I put you on a piece of bread because you are <laughs> miracle whip. I'm whipped, okay? <laughs> I am simping. But what you don't understand, what you don't see from the outside looking in, that although you may call me simping, although may, my friends and although the people around me may call me simping, if inside of the relationship dynamic that I'm with with that young lady, if she is reciprocating the energy that I'm giving to her, then between us, it's not considered simping anymore. It's considered two people that are doing something that nobody or just a very little few do. Mm-hmm. I give and you give back. A lot of times we hit this social dynamic where one person is chasing and the other person is running. But when you get two people that are running towards each other, that's when sipping is okay on your part, no matter what your friends or your fam or your outside people may say. Simping is not okay when your outside people are judging you mm-hmm. and inside of that social dynamic, that lady is actually taking, but she is not giving you anything in return. That's when simping in the letter of the definition that you gave is not okay. But when you are actually being a person that's giving and then receiving from that person, yeah. that's not simping anymore. That's called a healthy relationship. Yeah, but like, but like I said, it's more so about balance because you have to have that balance in order for it to not be considered simping. But then at the same time, simping can also be looked at as the eyes, like you just said before, 
of your circle. Mm. It's always going to be your circle that's going to determine whether or not, or in their opinion, whether or not you're simping or not. So, nobody's harder on you than your boys, except for yourself. Yeah. And your boys are going to be like, or your your friends, real boys, your real, real boys, <laughs> or you see, they're the ones that are going to call you out on it. You, it's it's real easy for women. They don't care about this simple shit. They just say you doing what you doing to have be with your man. But for us, it really comes down to a pride and ego thing, mm-hmm. and that pride and ego will really, really, really hurt your set chances of trying to be the right. I give you a prime example. So. I've been in a situation. I'm explaining this two ways. Okay. So I've met a young lady in my past. She's an ex now. Where when I first met her, we went out, took her to the wild hair. You know where the wild hair is. Yeah. You in Chicago, you know where the wild hair is. Good time. Wander and dined her, 15 at the door, 30 uh fifteen dollars. Three shots, so we seventy five in. You didn't get her the jerk chicken. No, nah, I didn't get her jerk chicken yet. Then we go and we eat, and that's another $60. I'm spending on $120 dates, $150 dates, and I'm doing this for about two or three months. Mm-hmm. Now, this particular woman, after I got finished doing this, and mind you, I was a young pup. I was around 22, 24. She basically played me because it turned out that she had an ex that she was actually trying to get with. And so that was one of my moments where I realized, all right, man, don't extend yourself so far or you might be considered to be simping. Fast forward six years. I meet this young lady. We go to Navy Pier. We have an excellent time. This is when Navy Pier in Chicago had miniature golf. We was miniature golfing. We went into the maze. We watched the fireworks uh, at 10 o'clock. Spent about $100 on the date, right? Next time we went on a date, we went to the Botanical Gardens. Spent another $120 on the date. Damn. Okay. The next day, I wanted to see her again. So I decided that it would be best if I went to this just this little spot we all know it called Chili's. And I got steaks. I got appetizers I got everything and I came to her house and I also for some weird reason bought her a Bears jersey don't know why (laughs) but I just felt like doing that Mm -hmm. took it to her place and when she saw it she said oh my god you did all this for me Mm -hmm. I said yeah I just wanted to show you I care about you do you know what she did the next week she blocked you no. <laughs> the next week, she actually bought me a mountain bike. Oh. And when she bought me the mountain bike, she told me, I just wanted to show you that I appreciate everything that you do for me. And I see that you try. I see how hard you was going. And I just want to show you that I appreciate it. The week after that, she bought me a, um, oh my God. I, I, she bought me a soprano saxophone. Okay, you can actually see it on one of my Facebook pages. She bought me that soprano saxophone. Now, with both of those stories that I told you, I went about it in the same exact way. Okay, Mm -hmm. on the one, you could have said that I was simping because I spent all this money. And Mm -hmm. other two, on the two side, you could have said that I was simping because I spent a lot of money again. But the difference between the stories was the reciprocity that happened with the second woman. Right. That's why I'm, I'm saying literally, and that woman happens to be the mother of my first child. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
So what I'm saying is, it's not necessarily, quote unquote, simping that's the problem. It's when you don't know the signals to stop because this person is not giving you nothing in return. A lot of people don't know the red flags and the signs. They don't know when to stop extending themselves and to sit back and see if this person is going to reciprocate. We might call it shit testing or we might call it um, doing something, playing games. I also think it can be what that sounds like. I also think there could be a certain level of maturity that now has come into play because back then we were young, you know, when you do shit like this, not a lot of people are going to reciprocate that the correct way. They're going to look at you like you're doing too much. I ain't really interested in all that. Mm -hmm. But as you get older, you learn that a lot of women out here like to tell you, match the energy I give you. So if I give you a certain amount of energy you expect to be matched, most of the time nowadays women who get that type of energy, especially women at our age, right? they will match that energy. So like they say, if you went and bought this next girl, let's say some same thing, some chilies and a bear's jersey, because maybe she likes the bears, mm-hmm. and she says, okay, you know what, I'm gonna match that energy by, let's say, buying tickets to take you to a bear's game or exceed right. that energy. And so simping, I think, in a way, kind of goes out the door on that one. Now it's just, man, it's just casual reciprocation between two people who actually are fond of each other. Right. right. So I, I don't think that's so much of a problem. But I do think the concept of simping does, it gets a bad light is because of our overreaching, overextending ourselves. But that's usually coming from the, play, from the nature of you being just a good person at heart. So I don't think... I don't think it's a crime to be a good person. Right. I do think it's possible to be a gullible person and fall into something that you're not supposed to be doing or you should know better to read the room at some times. Right. But I do think that being a genuinely good person and wanting to do something nice for another person with this in your power and budget I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You know what? One of my favorite people, uh, that's that's a, a rapper named Abso, he got this song where he says, mm-hmm. uh, I had to be a little crooked just to make sure I was straight. And what this basically means is, as far as the relationship, you can be a good person. You could be a kind person. You could be a nice person. But you also need to have balance enough to understand the dark side of relationships just so you know what to combat when you see it. Because the one thing about nice guys or kind men is that they are only one-sided. And like this uh, phrase that you said, they don't have balance. Mm -hmm. See, if you're just a nice man or a kind man and you do everything for a particular person, whether it be a girlfriend or a friend, it's not that you're in the wrong, but if you don't have the tools in order to gauge whether you're doing something and it's being reciprocated or that person is giving you the signs to tell you to keep on going, now you're going to fall into that gullibleness. So the one thing that I would say to people is if you do have a kind heart, because to be quite honest with you, I, I have a kind spirit. Now, I'm not a nice guy at all. <laughs> not nice. I and I don't say that because no, I'm defi- no, I'm, I'm not a nice guy. But if you know me, I have a kind spirit, you know. But in order for me to have a kind spirit, I have to have the tools in order to know who I can deal with, 
and who I can't. Because with me having a kind spirit, if I'm always giving my energy, whether it be to a woman or one of my homies, away and it's never reciprocated, that can drain me and eventually cause me to have some type of mental problems or emotional problems. So nice guys, kind men, it's okay to extend yourself, but it's not okay to not have the knowledge in order to know this is the point when I need to stop because she's doing this particular thing. This is the point where I need to keep going because she's giving me this particular signal. You have to have the overall game or balance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I live by this. like, And this is what I'll tell my son. Son, it's okay if you go to school and you play chess. Mm-hmm. I play chess in school. It's you did o- too? Yeah, I played chess in school. I was on the chess team oh. in high school. It's oh, yeah, o- I was on the chess team in high yeah. school. All right! Yeah! All right. <laughs> Nerd out. There, yeah, yeah. Right. You talk about Star Wars and fuck Man, off. we just discovered we just in we, school. We, and we, shit. we messed the whole show up. We started talking about right. Star Wars. Right. But it's okay for you to <laughs> play chess. It's okay for you to do things that we might call, you know, out the ordinary or alternative. Mm-hmm. But what it's not okay for you to do is not have the skills in order to back up if somebody challenges you for doing what you're doing. Right. So I would say to anybody or any woman that has a child that's a boy or a girl, yes, if they want to do something that's on the alternative side of the game, I'm not talking about sexuality. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about things that's on the road, less travel. It's cool. But you better get them into some type of boxing or self-defense because somebody might challenge them and they might not they might have to know how to whoop somebody ass at some right. point. So it's okay to be a nice man or a kind man or a good-hearted person, but you have to still have the ability to scope and peep game when somebody is trying to run it on you, whether it right. be uh woman or the girl you're trying to get to know or a homie that like to take advantage he's the he's the user he's the dude that's always calling when he wants something and if you don't want nothing you don't hear from him for six months you have to have the game and the knowledge and the know-how to scope all of that in order to proclaim your right to be a nice guy or proclaim your right to simp you gotta be a wise man instead of being a gullible fool sometimes. Yeah. Like, come on now. Because, like I said, with that 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 story that I gave. Yeah. Now, the difference, not only with the age, because I give you that the age right. was a difference, but she was older than me. She was about five years older than me. I was twenty four. She was going on thirty. Okay. And this happened. The second story happened when I was about twenty eight, twenty nine, going mm-hmm. on thirty. The difference between that was not me. Because I went about it the same way. Mm-hmm. I spent roughly the same amount of money. I extended myself roughly the same amount. Mm-hmm. It wasn't I. It was my ability to understand the signals of, okay, is she reciprocating? Right. Is she pouring back into me? And my ability with the first girl mm-hmm. to not understand that, hey, wait a minute, you're extending you yourself and well. she's not giving you anything back. You were able to read the room. At that I was point. reading the room, basically. And so if you get into what they call simpish behavior or extending yourself, you have to be equipped with the skills and the tools in order to read the room. Yes. If you do not have them, now you're going in a phase where you are truly a simp. Because you're putting your, you're being nice in a situation that dictates for you to sometimes nut up and let a person know that you can't take advantage of them. Right. Like a nice man ain't going to go into prison and be nice to all the inmates. 
if he's a kind-hearted man and he wants to help people on the inmate side of the game, then he probably needs to have the skills in order to whoop somebody ass if they try him so that he can keep his peace. Because one thing people fail to realize, in order to keep peace, you need war. So in order to keep yourself a nice guy or a kind-hearted guy or a.k.a. the simp, you need to know the game also, okay? That's kind of where that red pill shit comes in at. And that could also be exceptionally manipulative, you know? Because I've seen, you also got to be careful because... People can use simping as a sort of bait to kind of trap somebody. Okay. So while we're talking about reading the room as far as men, like I would get a little tip to ladies. Ladies, you better understand where they're using simping as a word, as a form of dropping your guard. Because they can take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You might think that nigga is simp, and then the next thing you know it, it's like $200 whipped out of your wallet after a one-night stand. Well, yeah. Or a night like that, something like that. So... You better be careful when it comes to identifying. You thinking that guy might be a simp? He playing you, mm-hmm. or he's getting something out of you? Because a lot of things, a lot of things, I've noticed that women have talked about when it comes to simps or the quote unquote nice guy is that there's always the ulterior motive when they're doing stuff like this, when they're being nice to you. It's almost like that guard of going, "You're doing something. You're up to something. What are you up to?" You know what? I think a lot of reasons is. Women women don't like that because it doesn't seem real. Like how you say ulterior motive. Right, it's disingenuous. Yeah, though. it's disingenuous. Like it's real for a person to you see him happy and then all of a sudden you see him he can get angry. That's mm. a real human being. But when you see a person that's genuinely just being nice all the time, most people don't comprehend that as being an actual real person. Right. They comprehend that as a person that's faking. Right. And that's actually almost a sign of wait a minute. You, I don't know about you because you're showing me something that I innately don't feel is what a real person does, and that's be one emotion all the time. Yeah, and, and that's right, and that might be just based on their own past interactions, or it's just their inability to not trust somebody. Mm-hmm. But even like I said, even being a simp can have its perks and detriments, and it's and in this case, we're talking about a detriment where you may not be able to be trustworthy. But I do think simping has a place, regardless of whether or not men feel like it attacks the ego or attacks your pride or attacks your manliness. I think simping, eventually every man does it. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Would you simp for your woman? For my woman, For your woman. Not our woman, but my woman. Not the block's woman, but your your woman. woman. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, because she deserves that. If she's my woman, she deserves that. Okay. She deserves at least that from me. And what does it mean for you to simp for your woman? For simp is that I have to go above and beyond to show that my appreciation and my love and my affection for her. So, like, if she says she wants to go buy me a new, she says she wants to buy me a new game, mm-hmm. I'm going to take her on a trip. Right. I'm going to take her to a fancy exotic location for if I can, I'm gonna take her to an exotic location and we have a weekend together and just have a good time. Yeah. That's something, and she told me, you ain't gotta worry about paying for nothing, I got it. Right. I'm gonna take care of everything. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give you the bar, I'm gonna give you a nice, some nice clothes, and do all that. That's simple. Now, a lot of people say that's simple, but yeah, I'm simple for my woman. Right. Now, let me ask you a, a counter question. What's up? Not to cut you off, but it goes into what you're saying. Mm-hmm. When do you feel it's not okay for you to simp? For your woman. When do I feel it's not okay? Yeah. 
I when the energy is no longer there. Going to so there is a time where over simping can get worn down and can be getting a little doing too much. Even a woman who has been your woman can tell that you're doing too much at times, and sometimes you just go, you gotta stop. Matter of fact. It could be over simping where you know you're overextending your limits to please somebody and your woman catches it and she looks at you and go, baby, you ain't got to do all that. Oh, so, wait a minute. So you're saying so, that you are overextending yourself to your woman and your woman stops you. Yeah. So okay. the thing is, because when you're doing that, it's because if your woman can recognize that you overextending yourself as becoming a detriment to you, then yeah, simping could be... Do- at that point, simping is not necessary. You, you know what, what I say? If your woman does that, you need to marry her on the spot. Right. And you want to know why I say that? Right. Because if you have a woman that can come out of herself, mm-hmm. and at that point, she would have had everything to gain to go along with what you're saying. Right. But if you have a woman that can actually see that I'm not here just to get what I want. I'm here to make sure that we're okay. Right. And that means making sure you're okay. She can come out of herself and tell you, listen, babe, that right there is going to be bad for you in the long run. Mm-hmm. And if it's bad for you in the long run, because I rock with you, it's bad for us and right. me in the long run. So I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to keep giving me trips to Malibu because I love you, but I looked into your bank account right. and you only had 1500 in there. And right. you don't know how you're going to pay your rent. So, don't do that. Pump your brakes. Let's get this little side business going. Yeah. Let's make some more money together. And then we'll go on a Honolulu trip. When right. you find a woman that is aware and has the ethical and the moral standards to pull you aside when you could be over... It, oh, I'm not even going to say overextended. But just in the process of extending yourself. Yes. And she can tell you what the real is and be on your team at the same time. Right. Then you got yourself a keeper. Right. And you need people like that because there's always going to be somebody. A, a right woman will call you out on your BS. Especially or call you out when you're kind of doing too much. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that women know about is they know when doing too much is, doing too much is happening. Because they do it a lot. You know what? JFK made the best statement about simping and how to cure simping. Mm-hmm. Ask not what you... Wait a minute. Ask not what your country. I got it. I got uh, it. I was gonna say you got the line. Okay. I got the line. Ask not what your country can do for you, mm-hmm. but what you can do for your country. And what that basically means is, don't come into a relationship wanting something from that person, but come in with the mindset of I'm going to give the best of me to this relationship, and that's going to allow you to have a given spirit. And if you can find another person that can come in with the same type of spirit, now you're cooking with oil. You're cooking with Crisco grease. Mm-hmm. You're cooking with that good lord back in the day, 1950. Your grandma had on the stove in a Maxwell coffee pot. Big That's what you're cooking ass, with. It just grease. Looked like ice cream. You ate it and, 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 and got uh, diarrhea. Yeah, that was You're it. cooking with that type of oil. Yeah. So when you're able to come in with that spirit and for those that are not evolved and unaware of what I like to call self-actualized when they don't understand you're in a spirit of I'm going to give because that's the best for the relationship and you meet another person that is in the receiving or the I want to take side of the game now you're going to get into the simping dynamic but you're not in that dynamic because what you got to understand is 
if you're extending, if you're showing a person that you care about them, nothing is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. The person that wants to take and take from you, they're the person with the problem. Right. The only thing that you have to do is have the wherewithal and have the knowledge in order to understand that am I dealing with a person that's taking? Am I dealing with a person that's not aware that they're taking and need maybe a little talking to? Or am I dealing with a person that understands that once you give to me, I give to you? Because that's how I like to do things. I don't never like anyone. And like I said, it, it ain't always got to be your girl. It ain't always got to be your home. It could be your mom, your, your dad. Mm-hmm. I don't like people to give to me and I don't return something back. And it could be something like money. It could be something. It could be anything. Oh, my God. We are running oh, yeah, out of time. But yeah. that was today's broadcast, Brothers Podcast. We got to go out on the podcast.